Yeah. Hear it, my music. Hey, 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 guys, do it. It's the Retreats of Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Hack Season 11, Episode 5, I guess, uh, as we, we continue our walkthrough through the 1991 X Men, uh, the short-lived run here for jim lee as he's going to be off this book uh in three short issues uh tonight we are going to do issues eight and issue number nine we get the introduction of bishop as a full member of the x-men even though he'd already been in it in the other book and we're going to uh talk about one of one of these people on this podcast favorite characters or at least the design uh ghost rider we'll kind of dip a lot into ghost rider i forgot to do my vincent man voice uh we'll get it back later on the line tonight, have the full cast of Marvel Hacks on the line. It's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Oh, boy, I can't wait to get into these books. Uh, what's going yeah. on, everybody? <laughs> hey, if you're watching on the YouTubes, uh, not to point anything out, Sandman, I see you got um, X-Men animated series tapes in the back there. Those I saw it, and I was too lazy to get up and hide. Yeah, those, yeah. Those, yeah. those Hello Kids, Google, let's say VHS, yeah. That you put in a VCR. I know you're old people that. on this prod- broadcast. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I currently have a VCR in the back of my car. Nice. Hey, now uh, that's like those looks like those ones from Pizza Hut that they were giving away when you go <laughs> to <a> small pan <laughs> pizza. <laughs> uh, also on the line is Brother Beavis. What's going on, man? It's February. This is true. Oh yeah, that's right, man. It's Black History Month. Now we're gonna talk about a black character tonight. Um, but that uh, doesn't mean I I don't go next. Yeah, exactly. You're right. Sorry. Uh, also on the line, it's uh, Johnny Blaze is the Ghost Rider. It's Big Hutch. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, folks? Yeah, nice. We yeah, I, I'm gonna get into that when we get into Ghost Rider too. He's got too many um, avatars, aliases. Yeah. Well, he's got too many aliases. Like, how many people have been them Ghost Rider? Oh, and in honor of Black too. History Month, sorry, uh, Brother Beavis, man. What's going on? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Yeah, sorry. Right. So we're all here. Um, we ended the, thankfully, the Omega Red saga last week. Uh, Hutch missed out on that, even though he's a big fan of that character. I am uh, a big but fan yeah, of it ended the way it should have. He sucks. The book ended. It sucked. The pretty much it. That, that's really. He'll really be back. Fun. Yeah, he does. I mean, Ugh. thanks for the warning. <laughs> so I mean, so tonight is a Ghost Rider story. With the introduction of Bishop kind of thrown in there, my note here says, can we call Bishop a vanilla big man? Is that right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Would that not work? Is, is um, he a big man? Well, he's a huge <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, this is question. also the first crossover book where the, the blue and gold teams kind of like cross over together. Like where it's like, the, you know, even though there's two separate teams and two separate books, there's really kind of a mix of the characters or whatever. Um so we're going to get into it, talk a little bit about Bishop before we get through this or whatever. But um, let's look at the cover for issue eight, y'all. Uh, classic Jim Lee there. Uh, Bishop got red eyes. Not quite sure why he has red eyes. Uh, when he yeah. when he powers up, don't his eyes change color or something? Yeah, Is that what happens? They just do it for convenience. There's a couple panels where he's just standing there with red eyes, not yeah. powered up or anything. So. Look, he gets... Uh, Two things. One, when they made that cartoon, the X-Men animated series, they was like, hey, let's look at these books and just rip these stories in any way, <laughs> shape, or can. Oh, yeah. Right. Another reason why I love those books or those that cartoon so much. Yeah, that. Rose. They just stole everything. Yeah, they did. 
They really did. Um, and there's that. And then two bishops design. So he has an ascot, um, big ass guns, a big ass X on his waist. Um, a big M on his face. A big yeah. M on his face. The Jerry Curl mullet. Uh, which is... <laughs> I, I've never <laughs> ever seen a human being, a real human being, pull that one off. You was yeah. Johnny, did Johnny B. Bad not have that? Yeah, maybe Johnny B. Bad. I mean, he uh, Mark one of the, I mean, yeah. maybe one of the Samoans in wrestling could have pulled this off. <laughs> um, but it's just not a great look altogether. So I guess we need to talk about Bishop before we get into this book. Like, what's kind of your character or whatever? It, it seems to me, and they use a wrestling reference and fuck Hulk Hogan off the top, that he is the constant mid-carter, but the constant black mid-carter. So he's not going to get any titles. If he does, it, it'll be maybe the TV title, maybe, but probably not. He's the, the classic. 24-7, Bill. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> awful. He's the constant, like, you know, the mid-card, you know, baby face, you know, that has a great look, but just, you know, because of circumstances or whatever, his gimmick sucks. He can't get any real run. So it might be Johnny B. Bad might oh, be a Butch good. Reed is um, better than him. Well, Johnny B. Bad might be a good comparison there, brother. B. Was what do you Jim. think? Bishop, wrestler. Yeah, in terms of wrestling, as you were talking through it, uh, the one of the names that came to me, and this is a little unfair because I'm thinking more along the times by, I guess by probably not the Georgia Championship or, or Mid Atlantic era, but by the time we were watching, for the most part, like Wahoo McDaniel. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna yeah. lose the tie. He's gonna lose the Sunday night main event. Yeah. Um, but at one point he had a belt, or he, you hear stories about how he used to be good. I, I kind of put him in that range. That's solid. And, he, yeah. and, and in Marvel terms, like he's also like one of these classic people. When they posed him as a villain, he was damn near unstoppable. And as a mm-hmm. hero, like he's he he's got all you got to do is find his switch and flip him off. <laughs> mm. I, I I had thought about him too last night. I was like, he'd probably be better heel, Hutch. Bishop, uh, he probably would be a better heel. He his his power set, yeah, he absorbs power. energy, yeah, mm-hmm. and he shoots it back out in a gun. Is it that's the gun, <laughs> or is it? I, well, I think he, had, he can shoot it out through I his, he had it in his hands. He could just yeah, zap I think shit he can do off. both. But yeah, yeah. yeah. One, eh, he's a horrible character. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I put it up on the Twitter poll this afternoon. I was like, hey, what do y'all think of Bishop, man? Uh, overrated, underrated, properly rated. And people really think he's underrated. I'm like, I don't know about that, Sam, man. When, when you, nah, neither do I. That's probably the most nine, outside. I think I said this on the text chain. Outside of uh, Cable himself, probably the most 90s damn character you're going to see. Yeah. And it's like, well, we need a black one. Put one in there. He, he is, yeah, he is black cable. I mean, yeah. kind of, he pretty yeah, much is. <laughs> yeah, he big is. guns, big gun, pocket, <laughs> time displaced. Put some pouches in there. It's the same fucking yeah, character you know. except for the skin color. I mean, yeah. damn. Yeah, because instead of the it. star thing on the eye, it's the M. He's got the M. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So yeah, we'll. Oh, I never knew if these things on his like the hips of his pants if that was like holsters or just flare. Like yeah. if that was just you know, oh, no. no. pouches. No. Five oh one jeans from the future. <laughs> Bugle boys, oh. probably. Like, what is that? 
<laughs> is that a gun in your pocket, Bishop, or are you just happy to see them? All right. Yeah. So our, our cast of creators, this co- issue is called Tooth and Claw, Jim Lee on Plot and Pencil, Scott Lobedale, again, that name is going to become way familiar later, is on the script. Um, and I like uh, how, like, what is what is what does it mean that one person plots it and another <laughs> person scripts it? Yeah, uh, the person I imagine the it. meeting is like, and then they're like, raw, craw. And Scott Lobdell's like, I guess I got to go make fun, makes this sense of this shit. I don't yeah, know. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, it, I mean, but it, again, the foreshadowing, uh, Jim Lee can't write books or definitely couldn't write them then. I guess at this point now, Byrne was like, no, fuck that. No, he's like, out. Like, yep. He parachuted in and yeah, was like, too, no. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I, I just shit on Claremont stuff for two issues? All right, I'm good. Thanks. Good night. <laughs> um, so this issue is starts off with Wolverine. And, you know, uh, he's looking for his path uh, after all the revelations in uh, the previous issues or whatever. Um, you know, access denied. I'm not sure what database he would be searching, though, y'all. Like, is <laughs> anybody kind of think about that? Like, did they have clearly access? known for his computer hacking skills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I I'm guess like, the the trade off. Well, he taught Kitty how to be a ninja, and she taught him how to get on computers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> some Canadian porn. It's more sense than anything um, else. Yeah, so Jubilee is super annoying in these books, by the way. Um, um, and was she not uh, annoying, sir? Well, true, but then they translated it to the cartoon too, so they did a really good job in that regard. Um, but yeah, so she's trying to find that out. Uh, she tells them they're about to introduce the latest X Men. His name is Bishop. She's you know whatever. Scott has to shoo his daughter or well, whatever his like daughter out of the room or whatever. But yeah, so we go topside. There is Bishop full regalia storm standing behind that's a great looking page though by the way um that's a good page and look he's even got a decent background back there with uh xavier is actually pretty decent or whatever so that's not normally his thing um (laughs) oh no my note here says uh is bishop the black omega red You know, well, uh, I, I don't think I don't know that that's fair. I mean, one of the problems with Omega Red is he's got like his power set is just like they came yeah. they brainstormed and then they never bothered to make a decision. Yeah. They just gave him everything. Death's board. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. Yes. Is Omega the uh, Hulk uh, Hulk agents of smash? All right. Uh, so anyway. So, yeah. So he's he's got his kerchief, his big guns, um, his big button. And then he go. everybody's going to get this name check for what it was from the future around the rooms here. So he goes, you know, oh, uh, Forge was Genesis. Okay. Yeah, he was, you know, starstruck by all of them. He's like, okay, I'm Forge. Never mind. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, and then there's tension between uh, Forge and Storm, Hutch. Um, you know, things aren't. I wonder why. Well, yeah. <laughs> things aren't well. I was right. I was trying to figure out like I I thought maybe they had elaborated this in the Uncanny X Men but I, was there ever like a, a a trigger for this I mean I knew they were not together but well, there was yeah. a trigger there was an event oh yeah <laughs> yeah it was uh, it's like my nights have been open lately I'm like oh yeah <laughs> and of course Xavier is the one to call it out she's like I don't know what you're talking about um I, I I do have this note in here I was like why 
did they never try to put Storm and Bishop together? Is it too on the nose to put the two niggas together? Because in theory, that probably would have been the, the move because it just would have made sense. It would have. It would have. That's usually how they do is they push the two black characters together and they didn't even do that with, with Storm and Bishop ever, as far as I know. I don't think Bishop was supposed to be a long-term character. I mm. think that's probably true. He was the Thunderbird of the new generation. Right. (laughs) They were spitballing. This is what came out from whoever. Was T'Challa the first brother she she was with? I believe so. That we that we know of, yeah. That we know of. I can't remember. I thought they did kind of tease it. I kind of remember when they actually they finally formally kind of dissolved the the storm forge relationship which clearly has already been dissolved he just hasn't mm. heard about it i thought they at least like bishop was in the story i don't know i think it was just a case of like you know they might have might have thought about it but it just didn't work out hey not everybody's mm. for everybody yeah, and no, that's fine it. just yeah it's just, it just seems like but it would have been time, and storm had been with wolverine by now right were I they ever together later. i think that's later yeah i think what? that's later yeah. yeah, that's a, well, but yes, I mean, I mean, Storm good look. Wolverine? It's, it's, what? Yeah, I heard Logan and Wolverine got together later. Yeah, they did. Norman, yeah. Why is that? I think so. I've seen one panel where they were kissing in like the, uh, was it Fall of the Mutants? But God, it was like in the middle of battle and they were. I about saw an alternate reality Something. one in that show that Big Hutch loves so much where they made <laughs> it. But, hey, yeah. I, hey I, I, I'm pretty sure that Wolverine. And Storm uh, exchange uh, genes. Ex mm. <laughs> genes. <laughs> yeah. We're going to send that to the archives. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, <laughs> uh, so they they go to the room and we get the big wide shot as uh, Bishop oh. is really. Uh, so. Wait, no, you forgot where he's like, I can't wait to meet the X Men's greatest leader. Greatest yeah. leader. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Storm is yeah. like. Too good to jump over. Did you know I shanked his ass when I had no powers, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why they didn't get together. That kind of man, yeah, the, the insult yeah, from the judge the the relationship right there in the future yeah, and in the prison. Yeah, she came like, back at his ass quick too. Yeah. <laughs> we do get the wide shot of the team as they come into the room. He's all, oh, you know. <laughs> Uh, Cyclops, the, the first X future coon eyes right there. Yeah, exactly. We'll jump around. First X Men is Cyclops. The last X Men is allegedly is Jubilee. That would have been terrible. Uh, Randall's most read philosopher. Uh, like uh, I, I keep doing uh, Clerks the Animated uh, series voice. Randall. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and it just goes around the room. He's just like so enamored with all these people, you know. And then when he gets to Gambit, he's like, "Oh, we know very little about you." And Cam is like, good. That's exactly how I like to keep these things. And so this idea comes up, but they are going to tease this story that gets played out in the X-Men the animated series and in the cartoons. And so we get to take, we're going to talk about the, the comic book a little bit more. So in the cartoon, they kind of tease this as days of future past when they tell that story that Gambit was some sort of traitor. But then in the other book, uh, in the comic books, they tease that. I think that X-Men 350 is the final reveal or Uncanny 350 is the final reveal where it's not Gambit as the traitor, it's Onslaught, where Professor Xavier goes nuts. So, do you remember anything about 
the reveal, you know, betrayed by one of our own that they tell this story. I mean, shit, this is 1991. X-Men 350 is like, what, shit, 98, 2000-ish? It was that long? So, I mean, it was a while from now. So that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, when you said wait. just now they revealed it, I was like, oh, I'm about to learn something because I have no idea. I mean, this is the era of like they just tease stories and because they changed the book, they changed the team like seven times in eight books. It just feels like everything drops on the floor. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Yeah. And artists. Yeah, no. and yeah that shot, that shot of Juba or of Jean Grey getting blasted out of there, you know, that's the, the teaser shot for. Uh, onslaught when Professor Xavier. No, him. that they actually that's a scene from the uncanny from the gold team sequence. Right before right before he gets introduced as the X-Men, they do the flashback. Mm-hmm. And he's in the future. They see a him and Malcolm and Randall break into some place. They see a hollow vid of Gene who's telling him part of a story. The last sequence is she gets like burned away just like this mm-hmm. picture. And then he goes to meet the witness, which is which is Remy. Then mm-hmm. they get all they they chase all of Fitzroy's boys through the portal oh, and then off they go. So they they may be what you may be right. Yeah. They probably they pull it forward, but they just this is the sequence that they just did in Uncanny X Men. Okay, yeah, but yeah, they bring it back then for that. You know yeah. when uh, Onslaught comes out. You know, do you remember the Onslaught books of anything of note or worth? Uh, I, I have a short story that. And that's when I was used to get shout out to Tate's comics. I was, I was able to get my books like the, so books came out on Wednesday. They used to get the previews on Thursday or Friday and he would let me buy my books on Saturday. And so I got 350 before anybody had gotten it. And this is pre internet. So I was, I, I knew what had happened, you know, beforehand. So whatever. But, um, it's still bullshit. Onslaught's bullshit. <laughs> you like Onslaught? No. Well, I mean, if you remember back in the day that they, and that's a Scott Lobdell, that they, you know, the original story that he had written was that Xavier really did go nuts and he nuts. was crazy and he was a pedophile, like, you know, lusting after Gene or whatever, too. Oh, yeah, and, you that. know, the, the powers that be got in there like, yeah, we can't do that. And they had to, remember they did the little Magneto sliver of evil got into yeah. his heart or he whatever. Got inside and, him. Yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever. So that's they changed the story. That's the yeah. So they changed the story. Made no yeah, sense. Whatever. No. And remember, onslaught leads to heroes reborn, right? Yeah. Heroes, yeah, yeah, like to that, right? So I, which also I, I, it was funny that they were all surprised that he was like the bad guy, and it's like, have you not been reading? Like, and not that I saw the whole reveal, but like he's just a terrible person all through yeah. this whole series. They, <laughs> yeah. It's not like. It's not like he just flipped. Like he's, yeah, his worst yeah. tendencies came. Xavier out. would be an awesome bad guy. Yeah, yeah. well, He'd and be then, so, better as a heel, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, and again, we, yeah, maybe he was, and you know, and that story is where we're going to end really this season when we get to X Men twenty five, where you know that's allegedly the break point for him, where you know where he take goes into Magneto's mind after he rips out the adamantium out of Wolverine, like that was allegedly his break point, like he couldn't take it anymore. That shit just got too real for me, son. And, you know, that's where he went nuts. Or start the process of him going crazy. So, whatever. So, anyway, he turns uh, on Gambit pretty quickly. The professor, I demand you do a side scan to determine his loyalties <laughs> or whatever. He's like, uh, nah, son. Yeah, we, we don't do that here. Yeah, and yeah. here we thought he was black. That's yeah. <laughs> not how a black man settles his beef. 
asking people to use side scans. Yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> <laughs> handing your shit in the streets. Yeah. Clean up, Xavier. I'm not crazy. <laughs> Tell anybody. Fucking kill you. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, no, Xavier's like, no, nah, we're not doing that. Hey man, there's a picnic. A picnic. <laughs> well, he was his first reaction was like, God damn it, potato salad. What the fuck? <laughs> you got jeans, potato salad. No, it's got, got raisins in it. that shit. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, no what about you say? Hold okay, hold on a second. All right. Y'all don't think Gant, uh, y'all don't think Rogue can cook? <laughs> Yes. Yes. Come, out. come on, come on. Rogue you don't think Rose can't cook? No. Yes. No. And what? She's a, she grew up in the South, but I mean, she can't touch nothing. I mean, oh, what? She can touch food. Uh, not going to absorb the powers of the food. Yeah, come she's a on. modern woman. Come on. She if, no, she's super. She's been on, she been on the run for half her life. She was a yes, sir, no, sir. Ma'am, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Traditional Power stealing point. <laughs> <laughs> she could probably, I mean, she could probably cook a little bit. Rogue can. She can cook too. All right, fine. I'm shocked right, so anyway. that the uh, battle lines have been drawn in this way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we determined and did not see this part. coming. We determined two podcasts ago she was MAGA, though, too. So. <laughs> win some, you lose some. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, Xavier goes and checks on Wolverine. Uh, you know, hey, you could use a friend. And again, I was like, hey, you're going to go to Alkali Lake? You know, like it's like a scene from um, the end of the original X-Men movie, you know, where he's mm-hmm. searching for his past or whatever, and, and Xavier sends him off. You know I mean? They... They definitely mine these books for the cartoon and the movie, like for sure. Like they definitely, you know, I know that Brian Child Molester said he didn't read the comic books or whatever, but somebody did. Ooh. Right. Had one of his research yeah. flunkies did. Yeah, one of it. Yeah. Um, hope, I think hope you it probably wasn't have Josh Wheaton. Yeah. <laughs> hope it wasn't Josh Wheaton. Mm. Kevin mm. Feige gave him the mm. books. Yeah. I was actually just watching mm. something about that. <laughs> yeah, a different podcast. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. So off to the picnic we go. Uh, our first shot here is uh, who, well, who, who? Who's the plotter of this? This is a, this is a Jim. This is why Jim should got his ass kicked off. From fucking <laughs> what the hell? Well, we got man? a we got a baseball game. It was it ba- no basketball, and now we got you know a picnic within picnic. what eight issues. What's wrong with that? This book costs a dollar fifty. How much this book cost? <laughs> <laughs> Too much apparently to be watching them. This you're about to get your money shot. That's worth the cover or the price of the cover here. So mm-hmm. at the picnic, uh, we got to talk about the dress code at the picnic too. By the way, um, so uh, there's swimming in the lake. What kind of a state does Xavier have back there too? By the way, like there's well, a whole three quarters lake. of the state apparently. Yeah, I mean he must. I mean there's everything back here, but um, so. Scott's with Gene. He's watching, you know, everybody at the picnic, and then we get this shot and reveal, I guess, of Psylocke coming out of the water in this costume. Um, and he's um, shook, transfixed. Yeah, he shook. Yeah, he shook. Well, my note in here says, um, "Yeah, uh, for married fellows, this does not work out." <laughs> These types of situations. <laughs> 
just, I mean, the, the ogling like this is just not a good look. You should never do it. I, I know, you, I mean, sometimes you can't help yourself, but this doesn't end well. Like, if you catch a side bolt to your side, you're probably getting off. Like, it's the same. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I mean, if your lady is a telepath, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's that too. But I mean, look at this shot of Psylocke. What y'all think of that? Is this before they did the pinup books or, or is this the inspire the pinup book? Maybe. This it's is it's, it's a, a very Kardashian esque, like artificial pose. Like, yes. this is mm. not what real people are like. No. And, and this is also another prime example of like story, a plot line that just never went anywhere. They kind of like touch on it, but they mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, that and, might and not again, be you, sir, they, they flirted a little bit, but it, <laughs> it went nowhere. Yeah. And, and well, the, this is the precursor to the whole white queen thing, mm-hmm. which was, I think, wow. a terrible idea. I, yeah. I, I, this is this was always a what the fuck moment for me. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make you know what it's in there for, but uh, well, That's I true. mean. But it, it seemed it seemed like kind of out of nowhere. Not seemed it was out of nowhere, you know. And like, why would I mean, Cyclops is I mean, he's got horn dog behavior or whatever. But he's literally sitting next to his. Is they married at this point? No, this is before they were close coming. Like yeah. he's literally sitting next to his return from the dead boo thing. That's probably not a good idea. And she is a telepath. And, and a telepathic. Well, yeah, I guess just, that was the Phoenix Force that gave him that psionic link. Yeah, <laughs> that pile of ash. <laughs> I will point out that Psylocke still has no hips at all. Yeah, that picture yeah, is. It's just not good ridiculous. at all. It's just not a good look. Um, but whatever. But yeah. I don't think that's how anatomy yeah. works. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, his mind is in the gutter. His, his wife. Again, just FYI, just don't do that, fellas. If you're in a married, committed relationship, it just doesn't work out. Yeah, don't do it. Yes, it's a PSA. Um, so off also on the picnic there, uh, there's Bishop has no civilian clothes, y'all. <laughs> like he came from the future without his luggage. Well, well you, he didn't show him with luggage when he came through the portal, so I think that's fair. And you watch Terminator, you, you come out butt ass yeah. naked. Okay, it's naked. Hold yeah. up. You trying to tell me in Xavier's sprawling ass estate here, there ain't a fucking a, a swim room that you can change into? Like, hey, and there's some trunks hanging in the back. The size triple XL. Trunks? Yeah, he, they would be he, fresh. He could have worn some. Yeah, he would have had to put where Colossus's old unis. <laughs> right, right. Right, you don't want no hand-me-down X Men. Hey, there's some. Dude, it's just a flannel shirt to change it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Man, Come on, man. Yeah, as he's looking at the the butter or the what was that a ladybug and Storm's talking to him, he name checks his his group uh, Force Factor. No wait, XSE. Um, <laughs> that Force Factor. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, didn't, didn't put us on Street. Damn, I'm sorry, man. Didn't XSE <laughs> get like a mini series or something? Didn't they get a mini series or I that's because so. that's where we did we meet Shard, his sister? And Shard, his, I think, might have had it. He had there was a limited series that brought Shard series. into it, and they might have oh. been back in. Okay, but yeah, we had we just we Bishop and his it was Malcolm and Randall, Randall, yeah, and they both like they were sold as this super team for several issues of the gold book, and then they they got dropped in one panel, yeah, then they mm-hmm. both get killed in the same, yeah. yeah. 
they got like they got bum rushed and they both like jumped in front of bishop and both died and i mm. like i couldn't tell you which one is which no I'm like i don't these, remember well the grayer ashes is randall yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i re- you brought up fitzroy too and he was an awful fucking that was a terrible uh, just terrible like I mean, I mean oh my god just awful i think what i mean i get, i guess i get that like you know, they obviously went with Magneto and the Hellfire Club to a degree for the first opening stories. And they're clearly trying to expand the Pantheon, but uh, they might have wanted to mix it in a little bit more. Mm. Yeah. Well, Storm gives Bishop a, uh, some fucking Michelle Obama when they go low, we go high bullshit. And that's why the <laughs> X-Men are in the position they are in today. That's yeah. why they're on Krakoa. Seriously, because I mean, this is some crap. This is some Xavier bullshit, and why Magneto was right. Like it is. Like it. I mean, it's like, oh well, you know, we can't go to the use their tactics against them. Damn Democrats. So I mean, it's just ridiculous, man. You better like turn on them. You better turn heel quickly. And they didn't do it, and that's why they suffer through so much of the freaking nineties and the early two thousand or whatever. But anyway. Back to Mrs. and Mr. Mrs. X at the picnic or whatever. What about Rogue's design? You trying to tell me she can't cook? Fuck you. She made a pie. You can't she can't cook. Come she on. She went honey. to Kroger. Made some catfish. <laughs> yeah. She went to the grocery store. Yeah, she went to Publix or right. I still power for a living, damn it. Yeah. I ain't I fucking can, I, I ain't did shit. I cannot I cannot go with that. I just cannot. She didn't she put on She steals powers for a living. Mm. She, yeah. What about uh, Rogue's bathing suit here? Uh or the, or the Daisy Dukes. Yeah, she's yeah. got the top, the Dukes, and she's got gloves on. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. I mean, I get it. She's not trying to touch with the hands, but come on, man. What I don't understand is, like, the arm things. Like, it looks like it's maybe, like, a whole thing, but then when she's got, like, her arms out, why she still has, like, yeah, this, like a separate armband. Yeah. But Rogue is awesome. Um, we're not going to slander her in any way. Okay. Noted. I think this might. I don't know if what Gambit is doing here. I don't know if this is grooming or something, but it's probably inappropriate. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Trying to get some uh, hair gel. That's what he's trying to do. Mm, Hey now. Uh, Well, he's he is rocking kind of an East Dayton outfit here, by the way. Um, Just he has a shirt on. I'm like, oh, so it's clearly warm outside since everybody's in picnic, and this nigga got on boots and jeans. So I mean. You yeah. know, I'm like, I mean, if Gammon ain't got no shorts. He had shorts at the basketball game. Mm-hmm. Well, he had Adidas. on shorts. They were jean shorts, but I mean, shorts and Adidas. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. So he's flirting hard. She, Rogue can't take it. You know, she runs off. Oh, is this Pepe Le Pew? Like, why are you chasing her? Like, across <laughs> it, whatever. And they run literally into Bishop. With his big pockets. That's his wallet, Hutch. Like you had yours in your socks, bro, on the side. That's, that's <laughs> Why does he need a wallet? He should have put a change of clothes in the pockets. I think that's how we're all saying. <laughs> plenty of room, and it's not an argument. It's not, right. it's yeah, not, that's not his wallet. Someone's stealing his car in the future. Is what, when that nice. Maybe, Man. So <laughs> they literally run into him. And let's let, let's let, let it, this kind of creepy. By the way, Bishop, um, now you just standing there watching them from the side, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of creepy. I mean, they're just not a picnic. Oh, I mean, what'd you think he was going to do at the picnic? I mean, what? Seriously. So, I mean, he just got introduced. 
if you if you went to the Playboy Mansion and you just got introduced to all the playmates and whatnot, and you go to their whatever, and they're all dancing around and scantily clad, you gonna jump in immediately? Yes. <laughs> so I have a I have a comic book explanation here. Here we go. All right. So he is alarmed by the sploosh sound uh, that's of Cyclops being thrown in the pool by Gene uh, telekinetically. And so he's fearing an attack. And given that he's already been alerted to uh, Gambit being a potential nefarious individual, he immediately goes to seek out Gambit to make sure that there's not a distraction for some other horrific plan. No, okay. Oh, I uh, like my story better. Whatever you say. I, here, I, I like the sploosh onomatopoeia because the sploosh. next onomatopoeia is not is really good here because yeah, like, hey, they left the like sploosh you. sound off of the first scene that set yeah. that up where Cyclops <laughs> saw uh, Psylocke come out of the yeah. water. <laughs> <Sploosh> <laughs> pants. Um, so uh, he's like, look, I don't like you. And then Gambit does the one thing you do not do to black people. You don't poke him. Uh, that's not a great idea. You shouldn't poke anybody, but don't be poking black folks. And the the onomatopoeia here is skakow. <laughs> I mean, it is what the five fingers say to the space face yeah. for Gambit. Okay, so we pulled. We did. We pulled Bishop's uh, Marvel card. I know we asked for Ghost Rider. It's gonna come up here. <laughs> I will say, like Sandman's response of like, I'm sure it's full of remarkables. I was like, that's like, <laughs> that is the perfect way to describe like mediocrity. Like, he I'm sure should it's definitely be any generic character. Put some <laughs> extra remarkables okay, in there. He's too. He's too big to have remarkable agility. So he's probably good or excellent good. there, yeah. but he's he should probably be fighting remarkably. That's for sure. His strength is probably also remarkable. He's going to surprise yeah. someone. Oh, strength on. is probably excellent at best. Oh, not even on the the revamp cards. I think oh, he's remarkable wow. on on the Italian stallion cards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's he's probably got incredible or amazing endurance. And they pro- oh, they might have yeah. jacked up his agility just because he shoots weapons. I just pulled it up. <laughs> I think got? that's all correct, sir. Fighting and in- fighting incredible. That's bullshit. Agi- oh, this is all bullshit. Agility remarkable. Strength excellent. Endurance incredible. Man, he's a match with Spider-Man with uh, stats like that. Yeah. Dang. What does I mean, his blast do in terms of damage? Uh energy absorption. Oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he can absorb up to monstrous, makes a yellow feet roll, and makes red feet roll. And then he, his his energy blasts back are remarkable. That it can go up to unearthly. <laughs> Take in monstrous, but only shooting back and remarkable. Come yeah, that's on, that man. bullshit. Yeah. That's that bullshit. He can do some type of one one blow up thing, right? Or something crazy. He can it can go up to unearthly if the energy is powerful enough that he can right. redirect. So he has right. He has a so, he has done that in the comics. Yeah, right? so like when Johnny Storm goes supernova. Right. He buzzes nut one time and that's it. He did that to Magneto, as a matter of fact. Yeah. yeah. Mm, he can actually hurt like a cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, incredible yeah. fighting does seem like a stretch. That's that bullshit. is a huge stretch. That's Wolverine level. I mean, come yeah, on. That's a stretch. Well, he's beating the shit out of Gambit right now. Um, 
because he got the sucker pile. <laughs> and then he got the lift out, the, almost the lift out of the shoes on that uppercut, man. He's got to be, you go see a pair of legs. Um, Cameron uh, is uh, really thrown up. And he runs into uh, to Rogue and then knocks her off like a cliff. Like, what is going on at Xavier's estate, man? There's a whole ass mountain cliff. And she Seriously? can she not fly? Apparently why, why not. is falling off a cliff an issue for her? Yeah. Is, yeah. is what I was in yeah. clear on. Well, and she then back up. Yeah. and then Gambit gets pissed and he's like, "All right, well, uh, allegedly your powers. He's already studied up on him, and I'm gonna throw my dirt. You can't like reabsorb the projectiles. What? That's yeah, interesting. That's yeah, not that's suspicious him. at all. Like, oh no, <laughs> I'm not the traitor, but I know your weaknesses already, yeah. and I've already <laughs> exactly. Let me throw this dirt at you. Um, and Charged so, dirt. yeah, and then they about to face off. He's gonna throw some charged up pie that Rogue made, by the way, from cooking. And uh, not a cherry pie. Yeah, uh, no. What was what is it? A uh, boi- boysenberry. Boysenberry. Pie? I don't know what the hell that is? I never heard of that before. Uh, it's um, real, but it's. I mean, I think it's a made up. That's 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 that other side stuff. Oh, <laughs> two America's pie. Yeah. <laughs> That's a two America's pie. Um, all right. So, yeah. So he charges I, it up. I've he enjoyed hit. many a boysenberry pie, and I'll not hear you slander it, sir. Uh, enjoy, sir. <laughs> we potato um, here. That, yeah. so boysenberry is that. That's like that in your, like your mixed berry uh, hostess fruit pie. That's like the ninety percent trash berry mm-hmm. that fills it up. Right, it's the, a little bit. It's yeah. a Merlot of berries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all. Uh, Rogue takes the pie to the face. Uh, so now, now it's a, a three Stooges skit. Yeah, <laughs> we better start laughing. Uh, you know, before she kills us or whatever, and then this is like an AEW match. Like it, it was is. all hardcore. <laughs> There's a run in, and then yeah, just there's a run in. Kill all uh, the eat, and go on to the next plot. Yeah, yeah. who's booking this crap? Um, so yeah, there's a shot there of Rogue after she got hit with the pie, and where they're all talking, where she's just yes. all legs and like, yes. I mean, I know yes. who these books are written for or drawn for. Like, I get it. Like, I, I totally understand. But as they're making up or whatever, Kapayao uh, or at Sprats <laughs> actually Sprats. is the onomatopoeia. And who is it? My God, from the back. Is it who? No, who is it? Who the hell is it? Edge? <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we see this lady there. She's all covered in looks like body armor or whatever. And then wait, no, I'm about to attack, you know, Bishop or whatever, you know, because he has no reason, you know, nothing against hitting a woman. Um, it's uh it's Belladonna, it's his wife. And again, X-Men animated series, they was like, oh. Oh, word? Let me write this shit down. We're about to steal this story, too. Dang you know, waste my brother. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yep, we get thieves and assassins and all of this stuff here coming up. I mean, this is all of that. So, I, uh, What shook me on this reread was like they immediately transitioned to, uh, okay, let's go to the war room and talk this out. Like, really? Yeah. Like, nobody knows you. You yeah, just showed up. Around. And you don't know Gambit. Gambit, mm-hmm. like somebody shows up, like no, Gambit's like, oh, it's okay, we're married. That's my wife. Yeah. Okay, well, let's yeah. go to the war room. You've yeah, done about a hundred just... points of damage, and I only got a hundred and thirty, maybe. So, hey. I mean, wow, I really need uh-huh. to move your ass. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It, it just 
it's, I don't know. Jubilee's also terrible in this, too. You know, like you married, you're Mrs. Not. Gambit or whatever. Just awful. Just, just, just awful. And so we get this story about, you know, this Romeo and Juliet shit about the thieves and assassins. <laughs> um, you know, they married the two of them together to broker the peace or whatever. It didn't work because uh, Gambit kills Gambit. her brother. And he had to go on the lamb and shit. Because remember, <laughs> we said this podcast ago, Gambit got charges. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Gambit, yeah, Gambit can't do that. Uh, so he goes he off. And, and yeah, he and he run away from women. Yeah, I mean, that's basically it. And so, you know, they have to do this thing for, you know, to kind of put the piece back together or whatever. So they're going to have to go to New Orleans. You know, everybody gets a name check. All right, well, who's coming with me? Well, I'm going. Everybody's going to go. Hey, it's party everybody. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, and then and Wolverine makes his reappearance because, of course, he does, you know. Um, and then the end of the book is like, oh, okay, is this related to this or not? And we get a, a Smokey and the Bandit scene. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly. So we get the introduction of, and I'll get it in now, in this book, at least for Ghost Rider. That's like, man, thank you, fucking Hulk Hogan. Um, and we get the reveal. Now, again, if you've listened to this show for the years that we've been doing it, you've probably heard Brother Beavis wax poetically about his, I don't want to say necessarily love for the character, but the love for the design for the character. And well, in this I, shot, you could see how this works. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, we pile on Big Hutch for his love of Dazzler and Rom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so whatever I have coming <laughs> towards me, I deserve it. I mean, and particularly <laughs> after revisiting this property, uh, I deserve it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, mean, I like Ghost Rider as well. Oh, <laughs> and, then, and then I have to reflect on the damage that having a champion's book hidden in the way in my basement did to me and how much mm. like sorry characters I've like latched onto over the years. I could apologize for Angel because he was in the Champions, and that, uh, that just shouldn't happen. Uh, <laughs> I used to like Nighthawk. Well, you talking about the Ultimate? I did too. That's the Defenders. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he did. You did like Nighthawk. Oh, he was man! What a rip off! He had a cool costume. He was better yeah. Hawkman than Hawkman. Shit! Well, the the defenders kind of, was really more teams ever. Yeah, I yeah. I always I I liked. Um, you know, when this came out, what they, this was there was a glow in the dark, full skull cover of um, Ghost Rider, like number eight or maybe fifteen. I don't know. It was right after the relaunch, and I just happened upon it in a comic book store. I was like, "Oh, I know Ghost Rider. He was in the Champions." Um, and so then I like way overpaid to buy back like for wherever back to one, and you know that I just got took on that shit. Um, <laughs> and I like I was into it for a while, and then we were right after the point there was the big issue twenty five, which they like. I think I the thing I really liked was with the Mark Teixeira, like the heavy inking art. The art was great. And the stories were usually pretty brief. The villains were always like terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then they brought in old school Johnny Blaze when he was like he had a shotgun and the Hellfire shotgun, very nineties. But that was mm. cool. But definitely twenty five was the beginning of the end for sure. Mm. Yeah, they want yeah, it's, um, it's a great design character. If you're watching on the YouTube, you'll see how has Johnny Blaze is my ghost rider or whatever. I remember that's really where I'm at, like stuck because as we're getting into this book here coming up, and there's my Danny Catch. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. I don't, no I don't Ghost know Rider when, now. 
Is I don't like know a, no Danny Catch from Joe. Yeah, it's a, yeah, and I think it's a Spanish dude now, a Mexican dude now, and he oh, drives yeah, he's a, got car, a car, he's not a motorcycle. Yeah. So Johnny Blaze had separated himself from Zarathos, the spirit of vengeance, and for whatever reason, um, Danny Catch's actually his sister was a cop, and she got killed. So the spirit of vengeance inhabited him. She would have been a much better ghostwriter, for what it's worth. But that was the setup for I think Ghost Rider Volume Three or whatever it was. Um, but this is in issue 25, he was, Danny Ketch was mortally wounded by, uh, Blackout, I think, who was one of the, the villain, one of the, one of the two main villains from the first, uh, two years of the new storyline. So we're, we're at a point where basically like he's kind of stuck in the ghostwriter form because he can't change back because Danny Ketch is going to die if he does. Man in the characters obviously was, you know, before the MCU gets two pretty shitty movies mm-hmm. um, made um, with freaking Nicolas oh, Cage, which are, Nicolas I mean, Cage they're just right. shitty. Those oh. are well, and then this is another case of like, there's no way for it to be compelling because there's not a, well, I won't say that. I was going to say there's no good villain, but I don't know that there's a good Blade villain, but the villain they put in the Blade movie was great. And so that, you know, yeah. that contributed to a movie made him up too, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Yeah, and it just, I mean, it's just, I mean, again, I, you know, the character design is pretty cool, especially the 90s version here. Jim Lee drawing it as well. Whoa, what happened here? Oh, my God. Oh, you did a shit. Yeah, I never knew that this is a Zarthos. That's uh, a who? Zarathos. That's, that, that's, the, that's the dude. That's the demon. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a Zarthos action figure? Yeah. yeah. I, I had it. no idea who this was. I would have lost every dollar I owned if you t- if I had to name who the heck this character was. Why is he holding two Q-tips? Why are his hands colored like bomb pops? <laughs> he's shooting out energy blast, I believe. I was gonna say he's got jizz coming out of his hands. Trying to like trick kids to the pool with his bomb pop hands. <laughs> Why is he smiling so much, dude? I know, right? Yeah, I'm the I'm a demon. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I, I had I was doing research. But yeah, I'm a yeah. Johnny Blaze uh, ghostwriter person. Yeah. I remember Daredevil 138, where him and it was him and Daredevil. They were fighting the death, the death head. I think that's who that character was, and it was drawn by John Byrne. And it was a great episode, great yeah. issue. Look great. I was hooked. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, you can see how that design would. Sell comics, sell toys. Like I mean, you could, but I mean, underneath it all, it's it's kind of like the Hulk. It's still the Hulk. You know, I got the, the Ghost Rider Lego. It's great. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a limited <laughs> character, you know. But well, what, what mean, you can well, do? Limited character. I mean, it's limited. If he's got. If you did it right, if it was done right, he could be a great character. Mm. I mean, but the seventies series, the problem was like everybody he encountered, he like he would give him the penance stare and they'd be in a coma and then you'd have to go on to the next dude. There was no sustained story and the backdrop was a carnival. I mean it's just <laughs> Yeah. There's there's too much baggage with the whole yeah, there's just yeah. Hey, but I, I think if he had a reasonable like villain set of villains, it could be something. Um, but I, I, it's, I, to me, it's always more, it's, it will always be more style over substance. I finally realized that. Yeah. It just yeah, looks I mean, good. what he is. You grow up, you grow out of the, the Johnny blaze character. Yes. Yeah. Like the Hulk. Like, yeah. You're just like, okay. 
I figured out that underneath that suit, he was bones. I saw that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. that's one mystery solved. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, and speaking of style over substance, this book here is really was just a reason like, hey, can we get you to go and draw some fighting between like the X-Men and the Brood and all these other folks? Oh, okay, great. Because we have to jump here between, so on their way to New Orleans, if you jump off and go back to issue number 26 of Ghost Rider on this run, you'll notice that the Brood have invaded uh, New Orleans. They've taken the Thieves Guild and the Assassins Guild and taken them hostage to eat them. We get the brood back for, I don't know, whatever reason, because just because. And now we have this battle to save the thieves and assassins. And somehow the the brood have infected uh, Ghost Rider as well. So now he is a brood as well. And this book is really just like, hey, let's draw some fighting. I mean, the the plotting, the plot of this book, there isn't one. Yeah, it's just, I mean, the whole book is that. That's, you know, the first note that I have. Little Rumble. Yeah, I mean, it is. And so, you know, we get a chance to kind of skip through a little bit of this as we get to see everybody. There's a new Warriors check. Y'all like that bullshit, right? <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that line, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, y'all like it, that bullshit. New Warriors, man. How much hate you going to put out in one episode, yo? A lot, apparently. <laughs> I mean, damn. The new Warriors suck. You know, I, you I, gonna love y'all. I love y'all. <laughs> the New Warriors, man. The New Warriors may have come to suck, but they did not suck from the beginning. I had that number one. Yeah, I had. You had the number of like four or five episodes. Yeah. Mm. I read off of your stuff, uh, Sandman. Yeah. Mm. Did you? Wow. I did. Mm. That was a solid. That was, was in, in the in that era. That was a solid book. That was one of the more solid books coming out at that time. Mm. Night Thrasher, yeah, yeah. Night Night Thrasher killed him. Yeah, literally. Yeah, but they had, he had to punish or did a job for him to get him over. Wrestling mm. reference. Uh, for you all you, uh, speaking of getting over, Ghost. I mean, you just talking about them two badass movies, and that and that movie prompted me to send you that question about. All the uh, Oscar winners, yeah. and y'all didn't put him down. That's right. Nicholas Cage did win an Oscar. Yeah, not for well, Ghost Rider. But uh, so yeah. I, I apply a filter of what is a Marvel movie. Uh, oh, yeah, and that's the other thing. <laughs> talking MCU, <laughs> you talking? mother blankers, and y'all. Oh, this is Fox movies, and these are Disney movies. Them's all Marvel movies. When you said Marvel movie, I interpreted that as MCU. Nice. Oh, MCU is the the they hold the title right now. Nice. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, the by the way, the uh, the creators on this book is Jim Lee on plot and pencils, but this is Art Bear's book here. Uh, yeah, the finishing is Art Bear, and uh, this uh, mostly Art Bear. Scott Lobdell again on the script or whatever. And so like I'm just gonna go through it. We just get some fighting. I mean, that's yeah, and so it. so Ghost Rider came to New Orleans to find Johnny Cage, Johnny Blaze, uh, to try and save Danny Ketch. And then he just happened upon some thieves getting killed and his vengeance instinct get kicked pulled in, so he got pulled into this. That's why he's that's how this connects. Yeah, that's sure. two, six. Uh read at your own risk. If you want to go back and check those out, because they're not good books. Oh, all. oh, the art! Just, oh my yeah. god, that was so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Yes, go back at your own risk. the The issue is the not so big easy. So we see everybody fighting. You see Gambit with some high leg kicks, Belladonna with some quite um, nebulous powers, 
really not quite sure what they are, but she's a telepath. She can go on she, astral plane. She can shoot. She can shoot blast. I mean, it's. I mean, she. Oh, uh, is she a mutant? Uh, I don't think so. I think she was embedded with those powers from. I don't think it's from like from the cartoon where they get the powers from the the yeah, eternal or whatever. But <laughs> she got powers, and uh, she's doing her whole thing. And there's and again, there's a bunch of Scooby Doo shit with Jubilee, uh, where she gets you know discover stuff and she has to be rescued by Beast. Or whatever. I mean, it's this book is not good. The last issue was better, uh, but this is not a good book because it's really just an excuse for them to draw like fighting and shit. Tell me something that I'm missing in the early pages. Can't. Yeah. I, my note here says, I guess we got to talk about the brood again. Um, yeah. Alien ripoff. We talked about that before when we reviewed those issues. Um, they are vanilla big men too. Uh, uh, well, because they just bring them in. Well, the, here's the problem. Okay, so if you're going to do brood stories, because of how you wrote their origin story about if they get infected, then they have to, you know, that person is that, and the only way to, to, to you got to kill them. You got to kill them. Mm-hmm. So you can't be infecting people with, you know, non-red shirts and then be like, oh, yeah, well, by the way, which is this book does. Like, oh, yeah, well, you know, there was a way out. You know, I know we infected him and shit with that whole egg and thing, but, you know, there's a way out because of blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, I think that's the biggest issue with the brood that you just, you know. I mean, you... They, but they, they go they go around several blocks to explain why Ghost Rider gets broken out of this. <laughs> I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like the Ghost Rider, uh, I'm sorry, the brood are a ripoff. I think I like those stories, not necessarily for the brood, but for what's going on in the stories. I think that's mm-hmm. a, you know, that's a classic Wolverine story. Yeah. Of him being like fighting for his life and coming back from that. And, you know, I think, you know, the, the, even the Colossus and Kitty development there, even though it is pedophilia at the time, <laughs> you know, is, is an interesting part of the story. You know, Cyclops, become, they get turned over, you know, they, they kind of get turned over. Cyclops like goes deepest into the brood. Yeah. Uh, Storm has her rendezvous with the space whales. So yeah. I, I think I I remember that story more for the X Men's role in it than the Brood, but yeah. I, I don't know. I I never really had a problem with the Brood, but you're right. In here, it's like they have to do a lot of explaining away to have yes. now on Earth. This is very much like the first season of Justice League on Cartoon Network or whatever. Yeah. Like it's just like robots that just put the Brood out there. I'm like oh, you just go out there, kill mainless animals and whatever. It's just it is what it is. And then oh. when they did the brood ripoff in the animated series, when yeah, they had like know. mechanical tails or whatever, that was terrible. <laughs> <That's bad. laughs> this is bad. Uh, Remy has to tell Belladonna why he left. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> this is too personal of a story. This is a fucking. This is like my dad bullshit right here, man. Like I had to leave you so you could be free, nigga. You didn't have to leave. I mean, you could have like <laughs> took me with you. <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, honestly, you could have probably come up with a better reason than that. But okay, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. You know, I guess Gambit got better words or more smooth than my dad. Um, so yeah, so just more fighting, Rawr! you know, Wolverine doing all his thing or whatever. It the the art is jarring as it flips back from Lee and to Bear or whatever. You know, it's like, oh, that's interesting. Oh no, that's not so good. You know, it just kind of goes on and on and on as we get through the book. Um. Stop me if I get I miss anything. We do get the bullshit thing with Psylocke and uh, Cyclops again. 
Yeah. You know. Which is like even worse this time. I, I don't understand this. <laughs> yeah. Don't stand Rescued too close to Yeah, let's take a break from, uh, you know, <laughs> let's take a break from fighting the brood. I'll be like, oh, is there anything I can take out for you, sir? This is ridiculous. <laughs> We're Blame separated from the others. We're separated from the others. Just you. Yeah, and me. let's. Yeah, let's take a break and fuck while the brood is running. This is ridiculous. <laughs> they got it. <laughs> I'm gonna go out. Yeah. Like this. We got Wolverine. <laughs> Who cares? Let's just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Because don't her. They established that her and Wolverine have a, a psychotic, psychic bond or whatever. And then Wolverine out there killing brood. I'm like bitches, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to come out here killing. I'm fighting Ghost Rider. You <laughs> wait, hold up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, so uh, yeah, so the, yeah, the, I mean that is the plot point of like how they can turn Ghost Rider back or whatever. Again, more Scooby Doo stuff with Jubilee. Another high leg kick. Yeah, oh, as, as Cyclops kind of gets a high leg yeah. kick in there too. Yeah, and I guess the, in the brood were gonna eat those folks later. It seems like a Matrix type shit there, Hutch, where they got them in the little uh, bubbles. Or yeah, they got them in the little pods. They were gonna eat them yeah, later, them but right, they were right. Implant them later or whatever. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll figure out yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, we got Mardi going on. It's just a big raw fight, y'all. I mean, again, there's nothing wrong with a comic book having comic book fights in it, but this was just some masturbatory thing. They were like, hey, we need to get... Yeah, well, that's fair. Mm. Uh, You know what? That is fair. I'll give you that. Um, Let's see. I mean, that's really it. I mean, nobody gets infected here. Gambit makes a hot tag save, and then, you know, Psylocke uses the totality of her psionic powers to... um, Hit uh, Ghost Rider, and then she goes. She didn't even say it though, did she? No, she didn't. I think that comes much later, where she starts to say it every single time she uses it. Well, I think it's because somebody's not on the book right now. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she goes into Ghost Rider's mind, and she sees Danny Ketch, whoever the hell that is, and they go through this long, convoluted plot about having to rescue him from the Brood. That were in there, and then Belladonna just shows the fuck up too. Like, oh bitch, I got these powers too. What's up? What you think you're <laughs> <laughs> I got all kinds of power. Back up in a Hickman story. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Uh, yeah. So it's just. I mean, it is what it is. She gets kind of lightweight killed on the astral plane though, and her sl- her throat gets slit. Uh, but they do what they can to free Danny Ketch and kill the brood, and then you know we get to the end. Ghost Rider has been freed. And then we have this exit scene of Belladonna screen, you know, stage left. You know, I loved you, girl. Uh, glad you, know, you did, because now I can. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Yeah, you know what? Hey, I know you're dying, but you mind if I fuck Rogue? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> While you're give me your blessing. Be- give me your blessing before you die. Um, we had a good so, thing. Yeah, no, she said yes, Rogue. I, I heard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trust me. Now she I know what it looks like. like. Yeah, she, I know, I know. I'm just um, so glad we got her blessing before she died. That's not what she said. <laughs> I, I touched her. I, I stole her memories. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Girl, save your breath. Are you covering my nose? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so yes, and then she dies like when it's like power shooting out of her eyes. Like I don't. I'm like what, what that seems like know? a hook to bring her back. I don't know. Did she ever come back? 
Oh, had to come back. I she think probably she did. did. Yeah, I mean, she probably and did. she they elucidate your your point about Krakoa. She they do. She talks about how. Um, oh, there was one thing in here, right? Don't they make a? They, there's a throwaway line about how the assassins and thieves were doing something to basically engineer powers into themselves. And, oh, okay. and Gambit's like, shh, don't let out the secret. But then she's like, well, I'm natural born or whatever. So they do tease the idea that she's a mutant. She oh, okay. very well could be back on Krakoa. She could be. She's back and on Krakoa. likely she's be terrible. Messing up with, yes, messing up <laughs> the marriage of Mr. and Mrs. X. Um, so, of course. Um, did I notice some, aren't the brood attacking Krakoa now? In, in, in the current world? Attacking who? Aren't the Krakoa. brood attacking Krakoa now? Uh, I, I mean, we I did those it. Dawn of X books. I don't think it was the Brood. Oh no, there was something with the Brood. No, no, no. It was the it was the New Mutants. There was something, yeah, oh. that they had the they had stolen oh. the New Mutants had stolen the Brood egg or something like that. That's right. And they were chasing them across space, and maybe it wound up on Earth or something like that. That book sucked. Oh, Hi, yeah, they were the they were out in the Shi'ar. Yeah, because yeah, Cannonball married a Shi'ar or something. Yeah, he, yeah, he married somebody in the Imperial Guard. Yeah, oh. mm-hmm. yeah. It's, those books were not great. Um, <laughs> and then currently, again, they're on issue fifteen of a twenty-two limited miniseries about swords. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all get the finger. Um, so <laughs> uh, that's awful. But anyway, so the plot is like, all right, man, hey. We got to get suckers to more some more books. So we're going to take this X-Men shit. We're going to put it in Ghost Rider 27, bitches. See you there in two weeks. Peace. <laughs> so that's what they want you to do. They give you the freaking look at the camera shot with all the heroes. Beast isn't snarling, so you know Jim Lee didn't do it. He's just standing there and looking. And um, and then that's what it is. Go to back to issue 27 of Ghost Rider. We ain't do it, y'all. We got a limit. We got tastes and standards here. We couldn't right. do the 27, right. but I couldn't do it. You maybe y'all could have, but I could not I do it. Twenty-six. And then they, up. and then they really fuck you up though. No, then they really fuck you up. Like come back here for issue ten for Mojo Dazzler. I know. Right. <laughs> like oh, uh, that shit was bad enough as an interlude. Oh my god. Well, maybe that's maybe that's what they were trying to do to get you to go read Ghost Rider. Like, yeah, you, know, you either go read Ghost Rider, you can come back here. You come back here for this shit. Ghost Rider. I think I made yeah, it. If I, you I, thought if you thought this book had no plot and was just fighting, you yeah. ain't seen nothing yet. Because <laughs> X Men Twenty Seven was like some <laughs> random conflict for Wolverine, Gambit, and Ghost Rider to just raw raw on the Queen. Mm-hmm. And it ends like he pulls her skeleton out of her skin, and then they all pound their powers on her until she's dead. It's mm-hmm. it is so nineties. So yeah, it's just I mean, Mortal Kombat. I yeah. mean, look, I mean, we're through. Like I said, we're gonna get a, a regime change here in two issues, right? Yeah, not ten and eleven. Yeah, eleven is Jim Lee's last book. I mean, again, looking back and reading this twenty plus years later or whatever, almost thirty. 30. 30 years later, these books, I won't say that they're not good, but they're not good. They're okay. I mean, they're all right. You know, I mean, if you play to place it up against like the era that they were written in, you know, it's kind of like listening to certain music in a certain era. It just fits that era. Like this fits the nineties. Like I can see how this shit was so popular then, but with a different set of eyes looking back at it, 
this ain't no classic story. Like this is not this something is, that you'd be like, oh, you know what? I want to go back and remember Brussels that. Sprouts. Yeah, I want to <laughs> go back and remember that particular. You remember that brood story where they fought with Ghost Rock? No, I don't. <laughs> I, I think when we when we read the new Blue and Gold and we're upset, th- that's on us. I mean, <laughs> we we to we totally inflated uh, this yeah. whole experience, and we yeah. should have known better. And yeah, and and I think that's something that as older readers and this is older people in general, I think you know you you always remember something being better than it was. Mm. and you know revisiting i think that as an adult like that's something i get into arguments with younger people on twitter all the time yeah, baby. Like older people too they're like oh yeah you know this movie is really good i'm like have you watched that as an adult because it's not yeah you- uh, I, a lot of those movies and watch that particular movie or read that particular book i mean and this is kind of like this is i mean i was 20 something when this came out i'm obviously not that now and i'm like reading this i'm like this is not great I'm not sure why people were on his jock so hard because this ain't a classic story, clearly. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. Tell me what's going on. These books Tell suck. You what? They're about what you remember. Uh, well, I gotta say, um, this book is fucking War and Peace, Gone with the Wind, uh, whatever you, whatever literary masterpiece that. I guess probably picking something that doesn't involve slavery would have been a better yeah, it'd be good for this podcast, but whatever <laughs> literary triumph you would like to uh, hold up, don't read the gold book. Good mm. Lord. That's bad. Really? Oh. <laughs> oh my God. I couldn't, I was like, I was like, what, what is this Bishop story? Whatever. Yeah. Do you come on? Don't do it. Don't oh, do it. John. Don't do it. No. Wait, who's oh. right. Who, who's on pencils in that? Is that Ramita? So, no, well, it is now, but it was okay. Wills Protasio for like the first six books, which okay. he, some of his stuff is great. Yeah. Uh, some of his stuff is incredibly shaky, but yeah, Ramita Jr. is on it now. Okay. Like yeah. at this point, at this point in the publication, mm-hmm. he just crossed mm-hmm. over onto it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, again, I can I only, I come back to, I come back to active collecting in 95. So this is like a four year gap here. And so I'm refilling those books in the, you know, you know, back reading them or whatever, because I wasn't reading them at the time or whatever. I would, when we read some of those books, those freaking like Death of Xavier, like those books from 94, 95, Age of Apocalypse, those books are clearly superior to these books. Clearly. I, I think they're, you know, they're clearly better written. And I think that's all Scott Lobdell at the time. Yeah. Much better written books. They're more cohesive in their storylines or whatever. I just, I mean, mm. I do think here this is the transition from the the writer driven books to the artist driven books, and in this particular set, we're seeing the chaos that they tolerated from whether it's people who <laughs> couldn't meet a schedule or had other interests or were already lining up their next job, which yeah. is probably <laughs> the case. Mm. Yes, and the products spotty mm. at best. Yeah, it just it, that's nice. Mm. What would you think of these these two books? They sucked ass. I'm <laughs> <laughs> succinct and to the point. Say, yeah, man, what would you think yeah. of these? That's these all two? I got for you. I like Ghost Rider. I like Wolverine. Bishop is a. Um, I like the Psylocke. <laughs> well, duh. well, that's about it. Nice. The brood sucked. 
Uh, Sandman, what did you think of? As somebody actually collected Ghost Rider and the X-Men, I'm wondering what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> I, I Seriously, there were some of those books I didn't even read. I remember looking at them. I was like, wow, I bought this and I don't want to read it now. That's a fucked up feeling. Yeah, I, and thirty years yeah. later, it's even worse. Yeah, so, it is. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, that is yeah. true, though. You know, I think yeah. we all have that buyer's remorse for yeah. a bunch of books that we had purchased a, a while ago. Um, and Especially the Ghost Riders. At least the X Men had some things. The Ghost. Mm-hmm. Was it? I remember. You know, uh, Danny Ketch. Obviously, you guys were talking about. You don't know who the hell he was. I mean, they had a story for a while. And then it just fucking hit a wall and went that straight to shit. <laughs> and after that, it was just unreadable. And I think you got a taste of that tonight, yeah. some of that book. It so. just seems like the, the, the character is like, there's just a wall. Like after a point, like, I don't know how you're going to fight him again. So you, what you're going to do, like it looks pretty cool on the motorcycle or whatever. in the flame. Yeah, skull. I mean, that shit, it, it's diminishing returns every time they do it. And yeah. Um, yeah. Well, all right. Let's spend the last few minutes here doing what we did at the last podcast, which is talking WandaVision. Um, so, uh, we're, what is it? We're recording on a Wednesday night. So we're a couple of nights away from the Friday, uh, premiere of episode six of eight, I think, or six of eight or six of nine. Nine. Um, nine. Okay. Um, so it was a, what was it? A very special episode, which again, uh, you know, the titles of the shows have been kind of, you know, in relation to sitcoms from the 50s, 60s, 70s, now 80s. And the idea of the tonight is a very special episode of sitcoms doing that in the 80s. And there's usually when something crazy happens, somebody died, somebody, uh, had abortion and you know there was always something like really yeah, somebody, doing drugs. you know it was always something like really weird you know together watch with your family and discuss you know these things that was an 80s staple for sitcoms and so this one was that and it doesn't wasn't really laying with the plot or whatever it initially as you're watching it but you know it, it repeal or it goes to the end or whatever and we'll get to that because that's really the best part but you know um still a solid show uh the pacing of the show obviously picked up after the first two episodes or whatever and we get to the end of that episode and as wanda and vision are having this huge argument because uh vision has unplugged himself from the matrix um and the her role in the credits to say we were done was maybe one of the greatest bits of television i have ever seen i was like uh that's awesome um and so we get the reveal that when at the door okay so who were you thinking it was at the door initially like i know there's been internet rumors saying man that you know somebody was going to show up on this thing who did you think it was going to be initially i was hoping i know this was like a a, a, a far flung hope but i was hoping it was going to be magneto because that would have blown everybody away yeah but, i think that was my initial thought too saying or brother beavis is that what you were thinking too no, I think I I was I thought it was going to be um, I thought it was going to be what we got, but when they shot him from behind, I thought it looked to me just like that Aaron Taylor Johnson dude who played the Avengers Quicksilver. Yeah. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure that was the intent. Yeah, right. Who did you but think Magneto, it was? Going? I wanted Magneto. Damn it! You wanted Magneto. Okay. Yeah. I, I I thought we'd get P. I mean, it just seemed obvious. We think name check Pietro. Yeah. Um, couple of episodes ago so you just assumed it would have been i just assumed it would have been him too 
But when it was shown that to be Pietro, but not the MCU virus, I mean, you know, uh, I pop. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I mean, it's a, a, a oh shit moment because it just opens up the everything essentially at this point, you know, like mutants. Are we getting mutants? Uh, like how, you know, she recasted him as Darcy said, uh, you know, like it was just a, an oh shit moment. And she alluded to the fact that she didn't do it. You know, that Wanda, you know, she didn't, you know, she didn't do it. She didn't bring that person to the door. She didn't do that, which kind of gives me a lot of um, House of M vibes. Very much so. I think the other thing, too, was like she made such a point of emphasis of like you can't bring back the dead, you Mm -hmm. know, with the dog. Mm -hmm. And that's not what happened. She didn't bring back the dead, but reach across the multiverse Mm -hmm. um, and bring another character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's um, they definitely open the door there, uh, whether it be multiverse, whether it be mutants, whether it be both. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it was, it was a great moment and it's been a great bit of TV there. Um, I, I, I wasn't expecting that. After the first three or four episodes. Well, no, just the first first three, three, the first three episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I but you guys start texting at like six thirty on Friday, so I, I had no, I had to watch it. I had to like get up and watch it. I was, it. I was dying to talk about it. I didn't want to get yeah. anywhere. I, 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 I watched it, but it went at six thirty in the morning. I, I wake up with my daughter and I watch it at like five thirty before I go to work, and yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, again, because I'm more active on Twitter or whatever, so people be assholes and spoil it, but um. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I was like, oh, wow, this is a huge moment or whatever to, you know, to kind of see what's going to happen moving forward. And I'm like, oh, OK. You know, it makes me think, though, too, that like this is obviously somebody is controlling her. I don't think I think that's been definitely at this point. We can a- agree that somebody's controlling Scarlet Witch. And now it just becomes who is it, you know, and will that be the disappointment? You know, who's the big reveal of the heel controlling her? Like being Pietro is not going to be enough at this point since you just put him in the show. You know, is it going to be Magneto? And which Magneto we're going to get? It's going to be Ian McKellen. It's going to be the freaking the young dude. Dr. Doom. Yeah. Well, Doom. I mean, all signs point to Agnes. Yeah. Um, I think it, she has something to do with it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, she's probably that, that dark haired chick. Yeah. As Agnes. Or, you know, everybody's saying it might be Mephisto. I was like, but they really haven't given you enough for that to me like you know to try to cover like how it's going to be Mephisto in three half hour episodes here so I heard a a counter argument to that there's a a YouTube series called Film Theory, Game Theory Food Theory, it's this guy Matt Pat and he pointed out that uh, Disney Plus is still trying to get to China and Mm. in China you can't do a cult in Satan No. so Yeah. yeah no yeah, makes sense. Okay. So, you know, that, that, you know, narrows it down again too. you know, to who could be the person that's controlling this. So I, I just, hmm. it's exciting. You know, they definitely help. I, I, and I think I said this to y'all and I think te- I texted to you too, like that 18 plus months of not having anything, I think really helped like us, other MCU fans, like not being able to see, or, you know, if you believe in superhero fatigue, or you don't believe in it, you were get we were getting a lot, just a lot of stuff over and over. And I think, you know, having that break from that, I think recharged everybody's batteries. At least it did for me. 
Um, we're like, oh, you know what? This is fun to be able to anticipate seeing something. No, nobody watched Hellstorm. I don't know uh, what that is. Oh, is that? Oh, is that out yet? Or is that? It's that, been out. Oh, it's been oh, out. Really? Is it on yeah, Hulu? It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yeah. What it's, is that? You know, Marvel Studios doesn't have anything to do with it. It's on the other side of Marvel that has nothing to do with the MCU. And I'm sorry to say I have don't know what they're doing. more than one of those. Books. All I got to say about that. <laughs> it's a comic book? Yeah, it's Dan. used in the Defenders. That's Patsy Walker's uh, husband. Husband, yeah. yeah. Son of Satan. Damien. Yeah, Damien. Yeah. 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 With the, with the mm-hmm. trident, the pitchfork? It was in, in the, the 70s, nothing. right? In the pentagram yeah. chest right. tattoo. Him and, yeah. I got him and uh, Ghost Rider uh, was kind of, I mean, they was all, they were like a little pack back in the 70s. They were a tag. Didn't they, yeah, they, little, didn't they yeah, fight the Rock and Roll Express at yeah. one time? Hey, in OVW? I got a Rock and Roll Express take that I'll save for after the freaking that record button here. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know anything about that. Um, but, I didn't watch the Runaways. I didn't want there. I didn't. I didn't yeah, watch I Cloak and Dagger. I, I mean, yeah, I didn't watch. I tried watching Cloak and Dagger. I stopped. Uh, yeah, watch. I tried to. I tried that with my daughter too. Yeah. Like, this ain't for me. I tried I to watch, watch that Shannara series, and that was trash. Did you mm. guys watch that? What is it? The Shannara. The it's a fantasy series. Terry Brooks. No? Oh yeah, yeah. Shannara the Swords. And all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, it was on I MTV. Read that. That I read it. I never watched it though. Oh yeah, the series was awful. Oh well, I mean, sorry. <laughs> I think the guy that played Alanon was the guy who played um, Slade on Arrow. Oh, which was oh. which was good. Oh, yeah. But, okay. yeah, that was alright. Yeah, I just I I don't know. It's good to have, anticipate something to watch every Friday, which is fun. You know, they gave you the trailer for um, uh, during that fixed Super Bowl um, for Falcon and, and Winter Soldier. Um, you know, so that looked, you know, again, if you're playing off trailers or whatever, that looked kind of interesting, too. You know, I mean, I, I think we'd feel a lot different if we had wound up seeing Black Widow and the Eternals at this point. Like, I think we'd just be like, man, why are y'all giving me these movies that nobody really asked for with characters that we don't care about either? Like, you know, just because. Now at least they can build some anticipation. I still ain't seeing Black Widow in the movie theater. Well, no, I'm never going to movie theater again, possibly. But, you know, like I just don't have any anticipation of wanting to see that, you know, in this, at least in this serial episode type of situation. Like, I think they really built up some anticipation for their crap. So, that's all. All right. Well, that concludes episode five for season 11. Next week, we'll be back with Mojo. Oh, God. We have uh, to. I don't know how many episodes that is or issues. I think it's two. It might be 10 and 11. So we I think it's 10 off. and 11. Yeah, we can just kick off the Jim Lee era and you know Fire say Nard. goodbye to that with freaking Mojo. Uh, you know, looking beyond that, though, some of the books after that ain't great either. It's just... I, it just book this book kind of it took its while to find its path, man. Like it really isn't great. Um, you know, there's just some shitty stories in there, uh, and then it's now then it's shitty art too, and story. So anyway, all right. So if you're listening to this, uh, the X Men animated music starts to play us out. Uh, remember, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, anywhere you can find podcasts. Just search that Rose Comic. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Rose Comics. Uh, you can find Sandman on Twitter and Facebook at Sandman. Uh, we'd love to see you guys in the ether. 
Uh, yeah, man, that's it. So uh, as the producer of this podcast, I'm signing off. Oh, uh, same man, go ahead and sign off. All right, people. We'll see you on the next episode. For sure. Hutch, sign off. Sidewalk forever. Come on, man. Yeah. Right. Again, PSA, don't ogle other women with your life. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Valentine. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Brother B, sign off, man, for, for Black Yo, History. We'll catch you all next time. All right. We'll see everybody on the next time. Peace.